episode 33 of the Press Pass podcast presented by the Press Republican with Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, Night Editor Ben Rowe, I am Sports Editor Joey LaFranca. Joe, how are you? Joey Betts, good today, how are you? I am well. Ben, how are you? I am doing well. I like that. And I like He said Joey Betts a little differently this uh-huh. time. There's a little pause, a little, yes. dra- a little drama included in yes. that one. Yes, today i got to tell you guys, mm. you know... Um, Every week I go shopping, I buy bananas. I like bananas. I eat uh-huh. bananas. Bananas are great. One, uh-huh. Once a day. Yeah. No big deal. Should you really eat bananas I, once a day? <laughs> yeah, banana a day. It's not going to kill you. Banana a day keeps the doctor away, don't you know? And, and normally, <laughs> normally uh, it's a banana, whatever. But the, bu- the bunch of bananas I got this week in Hannaford, for yeah. some reason, they uh-huh. taste so good. Now, None they, like any banana I've ever had before. Have uh, you ever had that? What what shade is the color of the banana? They're yellow. Uh, they're, uh, so they're not they're not like green bananas. Slight tinge of green. Uh-huh. Slight tinge. So they're still like kind of new, but yeah. they're just yeah, starting to get to that. I don't like them too ripe. No, you know what one of my favorite sayings is when somebody's like old or something like that. Somebody <laughs> goes, "Well, he's not buying green bananas." You know that type of thing. <laughs> I love that saying, but bananas, I. Bananas and oranges, specifically uh-huh. clementine oranges, which I have been eating a lot of lately. I've actually been eating an Those alarming amount of clementine oranges uh-huh. of late. Those are probably my two, my two, my two favorite fruits. But why is this bunch of bananas so much better than any other bunch? Where'd you get them from? Hannaford. Maybe they just kind of manage their bananas better. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like they 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 stock them. My better. Fa- my father grew up in Rochester. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1923. And uh, his his grandfather was, um, or not his grandfather, one of his uncles, I think, was known as the Banana King of Rochester. <laughs> he had a, a, a horse and buggy, horse and wagon cart. Yeah. And he had he was the only guy who had the market on bananas <laughs> in Rochester. And the train used to come through their neighborhood, well, with produce on it. And my father and his friends said they used to hop the train and steal bananas, <laughs> but they had to be careful. Because that's where tons of spiders are in the banana uh-huh. bunches, uh-huh. and those are vicious spiders uh-huh. from South America. Yeah, uh-huh. probably. Um, so <laughs> from banana land. Yeah, a lot of history of bananas. Ben, uh-huh. you you don't like bananas? I do like bananas, but what about pears? Pears are good. Uh-huh. I can't really. I don't. You know. You know, which is crazy. I'm. I've had pears before, but. I I've, I don't know the last time I've had one. That's that's They're a very good the I, texture. I, I like the pears. texture. Of, uh-huh. My my two go tos are a banana or an orange. I'm not a big apple fan. Oranges actually. are a lot of work. Yeah, oranges they are, can be. They can be. <laughs> um, yeah, but I want to know. I want to know why these bananas are especially. <laughs> you good. demand to know. Yes. Well, this the, episode brought to you by Hannaford's. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just. Bananas. I'm telling you, it's probably just like a maintenance thing. They probably do a better job of maintaining the light, the longevity of their bananas. Or is it this time of year? Could be. Are they in uh, season? Well, it could be so, it could be similar to corn. You know, corn from what? Late July and August into September around here is better than fresh, any other huh? time of the year because yes. it's fresh. But other times it's coming from other places and it's not about yeah, what yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. You don't even bother. What was that about? You gotta get some of those sweet North Country bananas. Yeah, I guess grown I, right here and I guess so. <laughs> no banana trees. But I am not a big apple fan. I, I like to uh, if anything. And I you're sl- from I, Peru. I, I know, oh no! Right, I slice it. <laughs> You know, I can slice the apple, but I'm not. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say I don't like apples, but I'm not the guy who can just grab an apple and just gnaw down on it. That I've, I've always very heard unsettling from, from expert people that the the plain varieties of apple that you get at the grocery store are not the good apples. You gotta no. go to like the farm stands yeah. and get the sweet apples. Nothing like fresh apples. Yes. yes. I'm just very impressed when somebody can take an apple in, in their palm and you hear that like. <laughs> down mm-hmm. as you that's that was a good effect actually uh-huh. that came out very well to what i was in my brain oh, yeah. um but that's so impressive to me because i see it and i hear it and it's like how did your teeth not come out when you bit into it it just uh-huh. must be the right way to bite down on it but i would i, I don't even want to try that you know what the trick to apples is what? you get some nice apple slices you sprinkle a little bit of salt on it a little bit of salt i was uh-huh. i thought you were i've had sal- salt on cantaloupe and uh-huh. that's really good uh-huh. how's that if I thought you were going to say cinnamon sugar or something like that. Oh, well, you could do that. <laughs> this is very healthier. <laughs> but yeah, no, the salt, seriously, it brings out a little bit of the, the sweetness. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. I well, had a friend the other day that dared me to do something, too. She dared me to um, put ketchup on watermelon. 
Oh, I guess that's a thing that some well, people. I mean, do. I'm a big I'm fan. I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of ketchup, but I don't even know if I would do that. So, so I took water. so I took a slice of, of watermelon and I squirted some ketchup, a la a hot dog, across the watermelon slice. I ate it and it wasn't great. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine that would be too great. But I said, if my watermelon came in contact with ketchup accidentally at a barbecue. It wouldn't be the end of the world. But to intentionally slather your watermelon and ketchup, I'm I'm not a fan. Did you know they make organic ketchup? Uh, I have just become aware of this recently. Honestly, I don't really have any... I don't taste the difference. If anything, there's a little bit more of a tang, maybe. But... If it's healthier, it's organic, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't High fructose corn syrup, I guess. I guess. I'm not Uh sure, but I've had it. I like it. Might stick with it. Uh You know? So, a little bit of healthier option for ketchup, apparently, which I I never really considered in the past, but now, here you go. That's what you get on the podcast. I love how the the unofficial tradition of this podcast is to start with food stories. (laughs) Food stories are something of that (laughs) sort. Now, we can get into a little bit more serious stuff. Ben, you are now fully covid vaccinated i am your first shot went very well no issues whatsoever no nope. you know your your wing was hurting for a day or so a little sore uh-huh. but the second one you had the plague it seemed like yes. according to your according to your text <laughs> the second one do you mind was rougher do you mind if i actually because i i checked in on ben yesterday do you mind if i read the no, text that you said do. okay <laughs> that <laughs> was probably yes. written that was probably written in my fugue state one, one moment because it was it was very funny so so we're recording this on thursday i texted ben yesterday at let's see here twelve forty nine p.m i said hey how are you feeling because i knew he was going to get a shot his response LOL. Nah, man. By the way, you punctuate your text with LOL. Uh-huh. It's very impressive. But <laughs> I don't get the flu that often, but this thing hit like a, a truck this morning. Tossing, turning, fever, head in a vice. We'll get back to that in a minute. For real, taking the Tylenol as recommended is helping and getting in naps, exclamation point. But yeah, I'm glad your shot is on Friday just in case. So news, news flash there. I am getting my second COVID shot tomorrow. So very excited about that. But before we get any further, what did you mean by head in a vice? I've never really heard that before. No, it's the fact that it's like it felt like somebody was just putting their hands on the sides of my head and just <laughs> crushing. Oh, so, so I, I will, I, I will ask you this, Ben. So you got your second shot. You obviously weren't feeling good for about a day, but how are you feeling now? What is what is about forty eight hours later? Uh-huh. A little bit over forty eight hours. It's still a bit of a stuffy head. I should probably attribute that to not drinking enough. Water yeah, that's what I've heard with the shots. <laughs> drink a lot Stay of fluids. Hydrate, yes. yes. Which yeah. in this day and age, you know, everyone, stay hydrated, even if you're not getting your shots. Stay hydrated just in general, yes. yeah. Drink your water. Yeah. But no, it's the fact that the main thing is that on the day of, on what, Tuesday afternoon, I came into work and was totally fine. And mm-hmm. through that afternoon, that evening, and then around 5 a.m. the next day, I just woke up and was like, again, all of a sudden somebody had just like, injected me with pain juice or that kind of thing and just like i i had started to get like chills i was so feverish that i was like shaking and like oh my god i'm hot i'm cold yeah and then i remember that i got tylenol but then i thought shoot i left it down in the car (laughs) and so then i had to like stumble my way out of bed and like stumbled down the stairs to get it and it was it was and i think it didn't help either that just it like woke me up in the middle of the night and i'm like whoa what's going on whoa why am i so <laughs> out of it and that kind of thing but no and again i don't get the flu that often so i don't get like feverish chills and that kind of thing but it was it was surprising and i i had actually had a friend on facebook that warned people that said that, yeah, you know, be ready the next day because it could throw you for a loop. And I've heard that it's really a roll of the dice is that some people go through, I forget what Joe's experience was, but some people go through it fine. I was going like to say for the people who are concerned, as you hear Ben Rowe, 
Joe, tell us about your experience because it was the complete opposite. It was. Uh, but first of all, he texts you way more details than he texts me. Where are you, Joe? We're the night we're the uh, night we're the, we're the we're the night crew. You know? That's, that's okay. You know, that's that's what it comes okay. down to. I gotta you get more details than I do. I gotta check in on my buddy. Well that's a good journalist though. You should be proud of me. That's I get I get the details yeah. out of people. Yeah, that's good. That's what it comes down but to. But no, I had my uh, two shots, Pfizer uh, shots. Uh, February 14, 16th and March 9th, and I swear I had zero effects wow. at all. <laughs> I barely felt something in my arm a couple times, and that was it. No fever, no headache, no nothing. No. Your arm wasn't even sore? Not even sore. Oh, wow. It was, I, I, I'm worried. I think they gave me the placebo. <laughs> I hope I got the real shot. It's like, wow. To our knowledge, they are not giving out for anybody who's concerned. <laughs> journalist, journalist they are, breaking news. They are not giving out the placebo at these vaccinations. <laughs> I will say, though, that I did tell my mom when she called me later that afternoon to check in on me. I said, you know what? I was actually thinking why I got it. As number one, you can barely feel it when you get it. Yeah. It feels like the shot feels like they poked you with a fingertip or something. It's like, did you actually put it in? But then I thought, you know. They if injected I go, so high, that's the thing. Yeah. But I thought, you know, if I go through this with, like, feeling nothing, it's kind of going to be anticlimactic. <laughs> and sure enough, I got something. And it felt well, like, you know. <laughs> you have an experience. Well, yeah. at, least it, at least it hit at the right time. And, you know, Ben was going to, Ben literally took yesterday off beforehand, not even knowing uh-huh. if he was going to feel sick or not. So that was was good planning and we still got out the paper and it all looked good no, today, and so. again and shout out to my friend paul stern on facebook is the fact that he was like the one who put out a psa saying yeah you know just in case maybe plan to take the next day off mm. and i know of a friend that got the measles and that kind of thing but um oh the other important thing that i want to tell people is i did research and google a couple things and again i heard from different people about latinal is that people are afraid that oh if i take Tylenol and suppress things then i'll be messing with the vaccine and a lot of the doctors that i read in all the articles usa today new york times that kind of thing said don't take a painkiller when you go to get the shot as that could mess with some stuff but afterward in the days after feel free to take Tylenol is the preferred one because i guess it's acetaminophen which Mm -hmm. doesn't really affect the immune system that much but there was one doctor quoted that said, essentially, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to make it through the next day without taking a bit of painkiller. So I'm like, okay, I'm taking some. <laughs> hmm. So don't be afraid to, if it's really bad, you know, take a couple of Tylenol just to calm it down. But it, you're, so your symptoms lasted 18 hours? Yeah, maybe? yes, I would okay. say so. Uh-huh. Yeah, about five to five, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so they say that they're it's very regimented. It, what was the no, worst of it? Just having a headache and that type of thing, um, just feeling really out of it. Again, the first thing in the morning when it was the fever and that kind of and like mm. I was like sweating buckets and again like physically like <laughs> shaking as I was walking down to my stupid car to get the pills. Um, but and then after I took the pills and the fever kind of broke, then it was mostly just the headache. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but. Still better than getting COVID. Well, that's as other people have said. You know, if this is COVID light, then I don't even want to think about what real COVID would be. So yeah, it's still yeah, that, worth it. that's that's crazy <laughs> in that light. And you know, as we talk about the vaccine, um, I think I saw today actually there were a bunch of open appointments so that people could go get uh, vaccines. I think at Clinton Community College. Yeah. I, I I hope that people re- like we can't tell people like. I don't even care if you don't want the shot. Go get it. No, I mean, you have to do what's in your comfort zone. But if you're a little nervous, but usually you get different shots, whether it be the flu shot or any other type of shot that we typically get now, go get it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's, you know, there's a lot of shots available. Well, um, I heard um, it's not around here, obviously. I think it's down south that Krispy Kreme, the donut, yes. donut chain, yes. oh, yeah. giving people a free donut. That show their vaccine card. Yes. And I had a lot of friends send me that link and say, hey, go and get it. And I'm like, I, we don't have any Krispy Kreme. And apparently they don't, they don't <laughs> check you off, so you can bring it in every day and get yes. a free donut. Yep. 
like it's like a season pass of free donuts. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, uh, step up! What are you doing? Well, uh-huh. now the anti-vaxxers are upset because that's discrimination because they can't get a free donut. Oh, that's oh true. My God. <laughs> I have a hot take about Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh oh, not good. Too oh. love Krispy Kreme. Way too sweet. Way too Did sweet. I ever tell you they make me terribly sick to my stomach. Well, wait. They're only. They're not in New York. Like they're not over near Rochester. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Dang it. <laughs> I have a Krispy Kreme store. You okay. Do. All right, lay it on, lay it on us. Here we go. Um, yeah, when they first, oh, probably, let's see, Dan Stewart was mayor, so it would have been early 2000s. Okay. Krispy Kreme was uh, getting more and more popular because they were branching out from, they were, they're, I think they're from, originated in North Carolina, uh-huh. and they were mostly a southern uh, franchise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they started to expand. Um Across the country, and one of the problems is they they did it too fast, and they had some trouble. Uh-huh. But when they were expanding, they were getting really popular. And, and uh, I was in Rochester, as a matter of fact, and they had two sites there, and it was the first time I ever went because I had heard this hype about these amazing donuts, uh-huh. and they are amazing. Uh-huh. And you, you can watch <laughs> them make them because uh-huh. it's a big glass thing, and you can watch them how they make them. And they come out when the red light goes on; they're hot and fresh. And while you're waiting in line to place your orders, they'll come around and give you a sample oh, and of a donut. And while we were waiting in line, the guy gave um, my wife and I a sample of donuts. My wife's like, no, I'm going to get some. I don't want one right now. And he handed me one. And she turned and looked away for a second. Then she turned back, and the donut was gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you ate that in one bite? <laughs> like, yeah. Because <laughs> it was so good. But anyways... I was on this Krispy Kreme. I'm picturing. Hold on, I'm just picturing that. It's really funny. Kick uh-huh. and um, Senator Schumer, uh-huh. Majority Leader Senator Schumer, was uh, coming up here. It came up here a couple times because Dan Stewart was mayor, and they were, you know, Democrats. To, uh, well, actually, Dan was a Republican, but um, they were working together on things. And Schumer <laughs> was friends with one of the CEO of. Uh, Krispy Kreme, I think mm-hmm. it was. And Dan Stewart was, and I kept telling Dan, I'm like, Dan, you got to get a Krispy Kreme uh-huh. to come to Plattsburgh. You're the mayor. Get him Krispy Kreme to come to Plattsburgh. <laughs> mm. He's like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, Schumer's friends with the guy. Maybe maybe we can get him. So Dan Stewart was bugging Chuck Schumer <laughs> to get a Krispy, Priorities. To get Priorities, a Krispy Kreme locate in Plattsburgh. Yep. So a couple weeks later, Schumer was coming up from the city to do a press conference in Peru. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, lo and behold, I was there to cover it. Schumer gets out of the car in the parking lot and calls me over. He brought three dozen boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes. He goes, here, for you. <laughs> 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 and I was like, no, I can't take them. I can't take them. He's like, all right, we'll give them to the mayor. And he's like, give them to him later. <laughs> so the mayor took these uh, three dozen donuts of fresh Krispy Kreme from uh-huh. Senator Schumer and uh, set them aside. And after the press conference was over, he's like, I don't want these. I don't want these. Here, take them. So, so I took home three dozen uh-huh. Krispy Kreme donuts from Senator Schumer. And you had br- uh-huh. and you had breakfast for, for, I would at least hope, a couple days. <laughs> oh, I remember my, my gr- the kids were young. You must uh-huh. have been, okay, so the kids were then. When I walked house. in with the donuts, they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe the donuts didn't have that long of a life. No, 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 no. No, maybe it lasted like a day or two at that point. See, that's the thing with donuts. Like, you can have, like, you see all of them, and you're like, oh, wow. And then you have, like, two, and then you maybe have a third, and then you're like, all right, I'm feeling it. And then no, then it I don't a little eat many donuts. Uh, I think I, I like the Krispy Kreme, but uh-huh. Dunkin' Donuts, I I like them, but boy, they give me nasty heartburn. Uh-huh. Really? Afterwards, Ugh. what type of donut are you getting? Any kind. It oh, must any, be really? The, it must be the way they fry them. Yeah, it's probably something like that. All right, but did we the go- conversation about um, did the conversation of bring Krispy Kreme to Plattsburgh ever go anywhere? Um, supposedly they were thinking, about, thinking it? about it, but then the, the, the chain fell on hard times and they uh-huh. started closing these yeah. locations and that ended that. Uh, before, before we go on. They're in Canada. Oh, ooh. Uh, I don't know if Canada would be doing the U.S. vaccination thing. That well, they compete with Tim Hortons. But. Yeah, that's true. Before we go any further, what is your favorite donut? Favorite type of donut? 
Um, I well, the Krispy Kreme plain glazed are uh, the best. Okay, um, those are really good. But I like a good Boston cream. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Ben, I would say the same. Boston cream. You actually like Boston mm-hmm. cream? Okay. I actually will go strawberry frosted. Love strawberry frosted. Uh, that's my favorite. With or without sprinkles, doesn't matter. Hard or, to go wrong. Or a chocolate glaze. So yeah, Choc- chocolate glaze is. If nice we're doing too. the local shout out, yes, Willsboro Meat Market Boston cream donuts. Very, Very good. good. And um, you, uh, you ever have a crawler? Yeah, not a fan. Oh, uh-huh. crawlers are pretty. Good. A, There's a couple a, places in Rochester, my hometown. They make them. These local. Give me a bear paw. I like that. Or claw. Local bear, mom bear and claw. <laughs> local mom and pop donut shops are way better, uh-huh. and they make them really uh-huh. good. Before we go any further, I think this is a good transition. You know, the tournament is underway. What, yes. what are you guys thinking about sports food madness right now? I'm sorry. I was a little remiss. Did jalapeno poppers get bounced? Yes, they did. Okay. Yes, jalapeno poppers are out. They did not actually have a good performance. Got out to a slow shooting start, and that's uh, disappointing. Just well, garlic knots is a garlic knots may have been underseeded at four. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I think maybe maybe uh, maybe jalapeno poppers they, they got popped. They got popped a little too soon. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But what 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 are your other initial thoughts about? Uh, about things, have you been have you been paying attention to any of the other matchups? How did been frozen a- hot chocolate? Frozen hot chocolate has not actually competed yet. That will be a matchup tomorrow in oh. the in the last of the first round before we head into the second round. My most um, it shouldn't even be in the tournament. <laughs> the, no, I'm telling you, this is the craziest thing. So you're talking about frozen hot chocolate. Did you see what frozen lemonade did to cotton candy? A 16 uh-huh. seed over a 1. They Fro- won? Frozen Lemonade beat uh-huh. number 1 Cotton How Candy. How could that be? Uh-huh. I don't know. But, I mean, Frozen Lemonade is good. But, I mean, Cotton Candy. Like, that is a sport. Like, uh-huh. I mean, that's a that's a ballpark. Yeah, it could be a football thing. It County could be a baseball, Fair. hockey thing, anything. Yeah. I mean, wow. so, I was very shocked. I mean, this only happened once in the actual, you know, the real tournament, you know. Uh, normal March Madness for the men's tournament, and it was uh, UMBC, which actually plays in UBM's conference. But um, yeah, very very shocking developments from Sports Food Madness early on, and really nice to see too. There have already been over five thousand votes um, throughout democracy just, throughout just throughout <laughs> throughout just the first round. So very happy to see that. That's Pe- good. People are really having some fun with it, and um, just keep keep uh, keep voting whenever, and you can vote Who on my Twitter between Mac and potato salad. Uh, macaroni, macaroni oh, salad. Yeah. Edged, I got that right. Edge macaroni salad edged it out, and I think, and I, I, I am a big macaroni salad supporter. I actually don't care for potato salad. Never, never really have. Um, texture is just weird to me. Yeah. I, 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 just, I don't mind it, but not that much of it. Just now, now, excuse me, Joey. How can there be five thousand votes when you don't have five thousand followers on your Twitter? Where you, where you find these? Well, there, well, there's, well, there, well, it's, it accumulates over time sure, too. Sure. So. So, I mean, it only would take five, a little bit less than five days for it to work. But um, you can vote on my Twitter, at Joey LaFranca, as well as the Press Republican Instagram and Facebook stories. So mm-hmm. you can stuff the ballot box that way, too. So mm-hmm. really, you can have at least three votes if you really try. And if you want to make burners, which is encouraged in this tournament, it's very corrupt, um, you, can, <laughs> you can vote even more. So, so that's the, the key. at the end of, how long is the voting period? 24 hours? 24 hours for each. 24 hours for each round. Okay, and so then the second round will start, I think, I think I'm going to have the second round starting on Saturday if, if I'm doing, if I'm trying to remember how many matchups are left in the first yeah. round. So the true test will come if, it, as we get to the close of a voting period, you get a phone call from somebody asking you to find yes. a couple hundred votes. Yes, I heard about that, and, you know, it was really funny. I noticed the other night um, in one of the matchups, a lot of votes started coming in around 2 or 3 a.m., um, and that was a little concerning, <laughs> but you know, I, okay. I, 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 you know, I, I, I noticed it, but I haven't really, uh, I haven't really gone about researching what may or may not have happened. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I hope people can just appreciate what I just said. Some people will probably be like that, that guy, but um, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm glad that I brought it back and. You know, we were thought we were thinking about it at first. You know, trying to figure out if it was worth bringing back, but it definitely was worth bringing back. So I'm happy that I did, and people people are enjoying it. Well, so. and and also, I mean, last year we did it because uh, there was there nothing was, going on. No March Madness. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now it's in conjunction with the actual tournament. Yes, uh-huh. which is very which cool. Is, yeah. Interest is increased. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's cool too because in a, in addition to that, like the and the other thing about this is I. 
this tournament is going to stretch out a little bit longer than the normal March Madness too. So even after, you know, when people are sad that actual March Madness is gone, well, guess what? Sports Food Madness will be continuing for a little bit longer. So uh-huh. that's the beauty of the tournament. You get double, <laughs> you get double, you know, it's double the fun for twice as long pretty much. So can't beat it. But yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So make sure to vote if you, uh, if you haven't voted yet each day and, just stay tuned for all the various matchups. It's gonna, there's gonna be some very interesting matchups down the stretch. The first round matchups, there were a couple interesting ones, How? but moving forward, it's gonna be very interesting. Is bacon in there? Bacon, bacon just in general. In bacon wrapped shrimp is in there. Okay. Um, well, is that the only bacon item? That's the only bacon item. So <laughs> Joe's like, all right, Super Bowl. <laughs> let me just grab some handfuls of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't really go wrong. <laughs> no, 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 you I'm not can't. <laughs> you can't. You know what? Um, you, the the beauty of bacon and the, the beauty of all the different foods in this tournament is. You know, macaroni salad, for example. You can make that in a... There's different versions of macaroni mm-hmm. salad. So when you are when you see a matchup of a certain type of food, I left it kind of generic. Mm-hmm. But you can apply the way you picture, like, macaroni salad or the way you picture potato salad or anything like that. If you and, picture your Michigan with onions, then... Yes, and that's how you, and that's how you vote on it. So mm-hmm. that's one important thing to keep track of during mm-hmm. all of this as well. So... It's been a lot of fun, and, and I, I've been I've been happy. What did you pick to win the tournament, by the way? Uh, wings. Okay, so wings uh-huh. is still wings is still in it. I wings. feel like a lot of people went wings this year. A yeah. lot of people, a lot of people, went chi- a lot of people went chicken wings. Um, and we'll we'll see what happens. Which I feel forward. like last year a lot of people went pizza, and what that one eventually won. Right? Pizza, pizza did win. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very interested to see if pizza uh, repeats or, or doesn't. I mean, because it, it's pizza. I'd be surprised if it didn't win. Yeah, it's it's just a it's just a powerhouse team. All American. I, I will say this: when I did the bracket this year, I made it very difficult for pizza to win. It has to run the gauntlet to get through. <laughs> like there, are, it's going to have to go through either hot dogs or cheeseburgers or chicken fingers. It's going to have to go. Actually, chicken fingers is going to be pizza's second round opponent. Pizza is the Yukon women. It, okay, that makes sense. And speaking of that, yes. beautiful editorial for this uh, yes. Saturday that people will be tuned in, that people can tune into. So tell us about that. Can't a little bit. wait. The NCAA women's basketball tournament. Yeah, uh, features what I think is one of the most uh, anticipated matchups we will see or have seen in a long time. Uh, in the third round matchup, Saturday at one p.m., University of Iowa, the Hawkeyes take on perennial power UConn. Mm-hmm. Lady Huskies, with Paige Beckers, the freshman of the year, maybe player of the year, and Iowa has Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. These two women are incredible. Freshmen, both freshmen, which means they're, what, 18, 19 years old? Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. Uh, they are incredible. They can score, they can pass, they can shoot, they, shoot, they, can, they, they can do it all. Yep. And they're playing against each other in the first round matchup. Um, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a treat um, to watch, and it's great to see the women's side of this uh, March Madness uh, get some recognition because I've been watching a lot of these games, and they are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're incredible yeah. um, what they can do. So, you know what I've noticed, too, that's been nice has been there's not a lot of fans at any of these games right. still, but just some fans Add something to it. It's better than just the automated, like computer-generated cheers oh, that we see at some of the stuff. So that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hearing that constantly. It's been nice to actually hear some some real reactions uh-huh. of different things. I've noticed that a lot. You know what I've really appreciated that with has been um, spring training baseball games. Baseball, just I never you never really noticed how much just that like kind of bland like fan noise or anything like that is. Um, during a baseball game, even too. So what I like about no fans is you can hear the coaches and yes. officials and players talking yeah. and what they're saying. You know what I've seen too, like Some, the NHL referee who got <laughs> caught on the hot mic. That yes. so one thing I, I I haven't even told you. We'll get that, to that. In a yeah, I have, <laughs> the one the one thing about that we'll get to it a little bit more. But I didn't know he was going to retire at the end of the year. So yeah, it's a little bit better now, I guess. Yeah. Um, but with with that in mind, the the thing about these fans at these games that have been there, it's great for the kids too. You know, it's nice because their families are obviously the the majority of the fans are family members and stuff like that. And it these these are still kids. Yes. And it's very important for their families to yes, be there. But that can backfire. 
I yeah. don't know if you saw last night. What? The father of one of the uh, women uh, basketball players, and I think, I don't know if it was Texas or something. No, I did not see this. Uh, late in the game, tight game. Yeah. She was driving and got clearly fouled. Okay. They didn't call it. The fa- They showed the father. Went bananas. <laughs> stomping his feet. Turning red. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. He got up, walked up. He was going to walk out. And they kept showing him. He was pitching a royal oh fit. Oh, my I'm God. Sure everybody saw him. Yeah. Because sure. there was nobody there. Yeah. Uh, He's like, Dad. I, yeah, I got, exactly. I bet the, I bet the refs could hear, him, could hear him very well, too. He was livid. Yeah, they should have yeah. him up. <laughs> that's one of the beauty. Speaking and going back to baseball, that's one of the other beauty. It can happen in spring training if it's just regular. There's always that one fan, especially at a spring training game where there's not a lot of people to begin with. Uh-huh. But when there's even a smaller crowd at a spring training game, you can hear somebody going right after a guy when he's either pitching or hitting. Oh, it yeah. is, it's, oh, pre- yeah. it's pretty funny because you always have that guy in the seventh inning who might have had one, two, or seven too many beers. And, <laughs> you know, he's just going after somebody. Yep, that's for sure. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been nice though to see sports. And I am very excited for Saturday as well. Uh, Nine fifty-seven p.m. I have that in my brain. Syracuse and Houston. They're playing Sweet, that late. Sweet sixteen. Yeah, I don't know why they got sl- <laughs> slotted that late. Oh, which is, I thought they were at the eight o'clock. No, nine fifty-seven, which is a little silly to me, but I think it's more because of Houston, and I think. The TV markets know it's a Saturday night. If Syracuse fans, Syracuse fan, they won't be deterred from eight and nine fifty-seven on a Saturday, so it works out a little Joe bit better. Joe Gerard from Glen Falls. Glen Falls, as Jim Nance says. I have a question <laughs> no. to ask you. How many, how many friends does Jim Nance actually have? Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Every time, Ben, I don't know if you're aware of this. Every time he starts a broadcast, he goes, hello, friends. Oh, I like it. I thought I thought about tweeting that because it would be really sarcastic because all everybody was all over Did Jim Nance on Saturday. When, oh, yeah, the, when, the throwback. The yeah, kid. they're all like kids and like they're all it's like Charles Barkley and the other guys who are on these, these analysts. The uh-huh. analyst shows for the college, oh, NBA, and then now college basketball. And Jim Nance comes in as a, a young kid, Jim a Nance. young Jim Nance, and he goes, "Hello, friends." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it, I thought, I thought when I when I I just thought that the other day, him, Jim Nance, and and uh, Rafferty, what a dynamic duo oh. of chaos at times. Yes. Well, what did you say that he? he I remember you were texting. Me, you said if Rafferty says this one more time, I'm he gonna knows lose the game. Him. That kid really knows the game. <laughs> yes. He <laughs> better know the game. He kept, he, kept, he kept saying that. The best thing that Rafferty, Bill Rafferty does is when there's like a big shot and somebody steps up, Bill Rafferty will go onions right to the right right to the kid right about the kid when you know to say that you know he has guts. He's got real guts to be able to How take a shot. Is that guy? I don't know, 105 he's probably. Gotta be up yeah, there, man. He's gotta be up there. But look at how much we're talking about just the March Madness stuff. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh-huh. There's some level of enthusiasm about uh-huh. it. Even even Ben Rowe, who uh-huh. obviously not the biggest sports guy in the world. We've 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 made, we've noted this on the podcast. You still get into it a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. And I mean you lo- more so he loves watching my reactions to yes. different things. Well, well that's the thing, is that especially if you have somebody at your workplace or your house or whatever that has it on. <laughs> yes. You can't help but like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the other nice thing is is with so many teams you get all the little unknown schools. Oral Roberts. Uh, high who is still in the tournament somewhere. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, and also, um, as I mentioned, Joe the other day, um, the the nun lady, sister. Oh, oh sister, sister Jean sister from Loyola, yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yes. So actually, if things work out, Syracuse and Loyola, Chicago will actually play hey, each other. That'd be awesome. That would be very, very interesting. <laughs> but the nice thing about Syracuse, for me, I, I've always liked Syracuse. But now, obviously, there's the Joe Girard factor. He played up here at the SUNY at the SUNY Plattsburgh Fieldhouse a couple of years ago in a state playoff game. That's kind of cool to watch somebody who we've actually seen, who I've seen in person actually play now on the grand stage for Syracuse. And then the other nice thing too is Buddy Beheim, Jim Beheim's son, yes. is playing for him, and that that's a really cool Doing thing as well. well. I mean, talk about a cool father son story. It's that's what it's all about. And one thing that I read that was really cool too was um, Buddy Beheim against West Virginia had a, he didn't really have a great first half, and at halftime. You would think his father, Jim Beheim, the coach of uh, Syracuse, would coach him up at halftime and tell him what he has to do. No, no, no. 
Buddy Beheim's mother was the one who yes. talked to him at halftime and said, use your legs a little bit more. Do this, do that. And he had a better second half. So pretty funny that um, you know the guy who gets paid all the big bucks, Jim Beheim at, at Syracuse, was not the one to actually coach up the, the star player of Syracuse. It was actually his mother. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but hey, that's what it's all about sometimes. Uh, another thing I want to notice about the tournament is um, a lot of people were saying, oh, it's not the same without Duke. Um, I now, I like that. Duke, but I don't I don't miss him. No, I mean, the only thing that I think the only thing that people miss about Duke is if you don't root for him, you like to root against him. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. But other than that, no. This is actually the first time that Duke and Kentucky have been out since uh, it's been a, a I, long time. Long, long time. Blue Bloods, Ben. Blue Bloods. Roll Tide. Uh, no. <laughs> Alabama had a good run. They, they, had, they had a good run. Actually, wait, are they still in it? I'm blanking on that. Uh, they might they be. might be, yeah. Yeah, but the the I mean the Cinderella story of all this has been Oral Roberts, 15 seed, taking down Ohio State. Then they won again in the second round. Where is that? Is it the Midwest somewhere? I think it's in. Oh, I just looked this up too. I think it's in Oklahoma. I could be totally yeah. wrong on that, but I think it's Oklahoma. Um, Who so was Oral Roberts? I looked that up. He was a a televangelist. Uh huh. Um, so sim- it's like a Christian <laughs> Christian tele- oh. televangelist or something like that. Is, is that the right word? Am I saying that right, or do I sound like an idiot saying that? No, you're probably you know, right. You know what I you know what I mean, right? Like the, yeah. the Christian people who promote- and, I, and I only know that because I've known from well knowing random trivia is the fact that Oral is a traditional like I think it's like a, a Methodist name or something like okay, it's something yeah. to do with the yeah, preachers or something. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. they, they mm-hmm. when they won their second round, I said Oral Roberts was going to be the talk of the tournament. So uh-huh. look at me laying it out the cheesy lines uh-huh. there. It's not you can't you can't beat it. But anyways, March Madness is going on. Sports Food Madness is going on. Before we wrap things up, though, what's going on just local news wise? Governor you know? Cuomo is still the governor. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, that's been a saga. So what's the latest with that? Well, there still have been several um, up to like seven state assembly me- assembly members and senators calling for his resignation. Senators Schumer and Gillibrand calling for his resignation. He's getting a lot of pressure, but he's not backing down. And now the state assembly has launched an investigation of the charges, which could take months. Oh God! So who knows what the next episode of this drama is it's not the first time that there's been controversy around a new york governor but joe i'll default to you first um you know this is getting pretty bad uh oh yeah there's a target on his back no question about it and deservedly so by most accounts um you know there's always been talk about him being uh maybe not so much the sexual harassment charges but him being a bully yeah and treating people very poorly Mm -hmm. Uh, we've heard that since well since he was in the Clinton administration at HUD. Um, yeah. So a lot of it's not surprising. And, you know, that's what happens with these these politicians, these big personality politicians. Uh-huh. Sooner or later, they run their course and things catch up to them. And people and get sick of them, too. Fatigue. Because they do yes. it. It's the thing. The thing is, you know, if it wasn't Cuomo and it was somebody else, eventually... That other somebody would rub somebody the wrong way, and that would be an issue. You know, so not to say that Cuomo, it's not, it, not to say that the reason Cuomo is dealing with these issues is because he's been in office so long that people are annoyed with him now. That, I mean, there's more to it than mm-hmm. that, but that is a factor for sure. He yeah. doesn't, he's lacking more support than they might have had four years ago or two years ago or something like that. Completely, completely. Uh-huh. Same thing happened to his father. Uh-huh. His father was governor for three terms, 12 years, and people just had Mario Cuomo fatigue. Yeah. And that's when they elected George Pataki. Um, uh, I think he was the last Republican to hold a statewide office in New York. Oh, wow. Um, so, and I think we're getting to that point there with Andrew now. Uh-huh. Um, and it, you know, the latest, I think the latest allegations was that he, uh, he allowed his brother to get special treatment for... COVID testing, I think it was? Yes, I heard, yes, that there was um, a lot of people in his inner circle who were allowed to get a headline, which is obviously not good. With Chris Cuomo, like the first like two months of the pandemic, it would, because that's the, the newsroom TV would usually be on CNN and Usually at night, Ben and I would be so busy, it wouldn't even, we wouldn't really be paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. But 
Chris Cuomo would always be on. And for like the first two or three months of the pandemic, I think every time Ben or I see Chris Cuomo now, we're just going to have flashbacks to like March, <laughs> March through May of 2020. Like, because that's what it was. It was every night. It was like, all right, let's get at it or whatever the heck he says. Let's get and, after it. Yeah, let's get after it. And <laughs> then he had when he had the COVID, when he had the, the COVID case that, uh-huh. that he went through, the, the interesting scenario with him was like, He's a dramatic guy to begin with. Uh-huh. So then he's talking about how he saw his father, was it? And like in a uh-huh. dream or something. And, and it was the, <laughs> you don't want to make fun of the guy, but he's like so serious. And then just seeing uh-huh. him in his like basement, and it's like Chris Cuomo is doing CNN in his basement. <laughs> and it's like his eyes are bulging out of his head practically all the time to begin with. Just bizarre. But every time I see Chris Cuomo now, that's all I think. Something to do with March to May of 2020. (laughs) And yes, and it can't be helped but notice that he bringing his brother on to do fawning interviews about his brothers. (laughs) Those were painful. Those were really painful to watch. Those were were not good. All right, so we talked about Cuomo. Local stuff going on. Anything anything that the people need to know about yes. locally. If you need to do business at the Department of Motor Vehicles, <laughs> make an appointment. Yes. Don't just show up to the DMV office. It's not open for walk-ins. Speaking By appointment which, only. Not to, not to derail that very important point, but Joey and I were having a discussion the other night. Yeah. Everybody, tone down the DMV hate. Yes. Lay off the DMV. Please. I, I, tweet, I tweeted this out a little while back. I'll simplify what I said. I think I've been to the DMV like three times in my life. Three times. Once to get my permit. Once to um, change my license because I wanted to get an enhanced license. And a third time because I needed to change my license plate. That's it. You would think when people talk about the DMV, they go there every day. Mm. <laughs> That's they, true. It's literally like it's insane to me. I just think to myself, I've been there three times in my life, like to actually mm-hmm. go there and physically do something. Now, the part of the beauty of that now is you can do a lot of the stuff that you probably mm-hmm. used to have to do to go in there. You can do it online. But I just don't get it. And you put something out about the DMV and all of a sudden, like, yes. I, I, I tweeted this out and I had no problem saying <laughs> it. There was nothing wrong with what I, like, there wasn't anything inappropriate with what I said, but there were people going after each other on, on uh-huh. this Facebook post that we put out about the DMV. There were people calling other people lazy. There were poop emojis. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Oh, it is. It's like, come on. And no, and you know, is it is it going to an, is it going to Disneyland to go to the DMV? No. No. But it's not they don't torture you there. No. I I will I will say one of the one of the first times I went to the DMV, the the gentleman was very nice. But he had the most DMV voice you could ever imagine. I walked up to I walked up there and he goes, "Hello, what can I do to help you?" And I'm like, "Is that your actual voice? Because like you are meant for the DMV." Um, I didn't. I did not say that to him. I did not say that to him. That was just something that went through in my head. He, he was very like the, the green lady from yes. Masters. It was. It was. It was when I was getting my permit. And so you have to go to the counter, and then they usually send you off to, like, the right-hand side of the mm-hmm. building, at least for Clinton County DMV here, um, and you do your test there. So I got my paper, and he's like, all right, step to the right, wait in your line, then you can take your test. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, man, thank you. And it's just like, man, that was very unsettling. I, I was very nervous while I was taking my test after. Well, my thing about the DMV is that the Essex County DMV is in the bottom the basement of the Essex County government building. <laughs> and I whenever I go down there, I'm like, geez, this is like the most lonely that's like, place in that's the That's like that's like a park that's like parks and rec. Like there's yeah, an episode in Parks and Rec. It's like, oh no, we're going to the fifth floor and it's like just the abyss. It's <laughs> yes, like where like, there's divorce court and the DMV and everything else going it's on. It's like crazy. In gray walls and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get why you people are kinda are kinda tired down here. Where did you take your DMV? Where did you take your road test? Um, in Elizabethtown. See that was a, I don't I don't know for your daughters maybe this was a thing. Because obviously you took your road test in Rochester. Mm-hmm. But I so I, I took my road test uh, right here at Plattsburgh. But there was always this narrative of like, if you can't pass your road test in Plattsburgh, just go to E Town. Like it's much oh, easier. Yes. It's much easier. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. And well, some of my friends, some of my friends did that. See, the funny th- the, with with mine, I failed my first time. 
And I failed my second time too. The second time, uh, you know what? I have no problem telling the story. It was very, it, honestly, I laugh at it now. The first time I wasn't prepared whatsoever. It was uh-huh. terrible. The second time I was turning, um, I was actually um, going up the hill. And if you look kind of to your left, that's where Warren Tire is. Uh-huh. Yep. And the city police station <laughs> is kind of over there. Uh-uh. So it's a green light. And I'm turning right to go, you know, I don't know what that road is, but, you know, driving past like Arnie's and uh-huh. all the all those places. Street. Yeah, thank you. Margaret Street. So I'm turning right to go onto that street. All of a sudden, a cop comes flying through. No lights on or anything. And obviously, they were in pursuit of something. But I didn't have, like, that's a blind spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm just turning right. It was a green light. And then after they turn, there was no accident. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay no. <laughs> no. And then after he passes me, um, then he turns on his lights, and I'm like, "Oh, geez." So the guy, the the instructor failed me because he he said I I cut off a cop, which I did, but the cop was coming in at like uh-huh. you know thirty thousand miles an hour. So, but my third time I passed with flying colors, no big deal. So I laugh about that now. But I mean, I had then- I had some really tough luck on the second time with the with the <laughs> with the drivers because I did everything else right. I parallel parked good, did my three point turn well. Everything else was fun. I just happened to cut off a police officer. I mean, back in Joe's, back in Joe's day, they just handed them out like candy. <laughs> Not really. I failed my first one. Did you uh, fail your first one? Yep. Uh, yeah. Then the second one was in a snowstorm, a blizzard, oh. and I fishtailed, and I passed. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe it's because you showed that you, know, you lost control a little bit, but you regained it fast. Well, that, that's my, a good driver. My uh, mom would probably want me to tell us the fact that I probably should have failed my first one. <laughs> really? Because... Did you pass your first time? I did. Oh, my God. I see Ben Roll flying in the parking lot. <laughs> now, now it makes sense. <laughs> but it's the fact that when I was doing my parallel parking, number one, yes, down in E-Town, there's, like, nobody on the road. So it's basically, <laughs> yes, just yeah. you're free to drive around, like, whatever. But then when I was doing my parallel parking, the guy found a car parked on the side perfect for parallel parking um so i pulled over in front of it you know and got ready to back up and parallel park and then all of a sudden the guy just reached over and grabbed the wheel it's like what are you doing he starts oh my god you almost hit that guy and i'm like oh all right sorry sorry (laughs) and then i'm like and i'm like oh well there goes that and then we got back and And you passed you passed you're good oh my god yeah Crap, how do you pass? That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. The first time, okay, so we told Joe. And also, we, in telling that story, my mom gave me, and Joe probably relate to this, the best advice about driving my mom ever told me, you have to parallel park once in your driving career in that as long as you're willing to walk, you, yeah. you should never have to really parallel park. That's, no, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Depending on where you, I mean, there's some places you have mm-hmm. to depending on where you live. I've had to parallel. I probably thought, I don't want him back again. <laughs> <laughs> I, par- I, I parallel parked probably a couple times since then. Since I've gotten my truck, I actually did it once and I, oh, epic flex by me. First try, no issues whatsoever. Snuck it right in there. Perfect. Didn't even hit the curb. I like and I got and, once in a while just as a challenge. Yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> no, no, it's fun. <laughs> I did it. I did it right on um, uh, Margaret Street, right by Arnie's, because yeah. uh, I was going to have this was before the pandemic. But I was I was going to lunch at Arnie's, and I parallel parked like right outside because that's actually it's very difficult to actually nope. find a place kind of close to park when you have to go eat at Arnie's. Do you? I'm not sure. I believe or trust these self. Parking, parallel parking. Oh, no. give, give me I those. Don't. Give me them. Give me those. I will do press that work? button all the time. Do they really work like they do in the commercials? They yeah. probably do it better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my concern, though. That's that's my concern. That's my concern. But yeah, I, I, I consider myself a pretty the one the the main thing that I both my mom and dad always told me always be a defensive driver. Yes. Always assume the other person's an idiot. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Always assume the other person's an idiot. Never believe a signal. You never know what yes. the other person is thinking because you're not in the car with them. And sometimes even if you're in the car with somebody, you don't know what the driver's thinking, which nope. is terrifying. Nope. But, you know, that's besides the point. So I've always learned that. And My mom's advice is always if somebody is telling you, Put on the brakes and let them hit your back, and they'll be the one in trouble. Oh, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say if somebody's telling you, roll down your window, lift out your hand, up, oh, insert, well, yeah, you know, that. raise your middle finger, and then just like from the scene. Have you ever seen the movie Naked Gun? Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. All right, <laughs> lift your little middle finger, and good. And then the guy just bulges his eyes out. That was the movie that I was telling. Like I was like, watch this, Ben, because I had it on mm. in the office one night. It was hilarious, but. 
Anyway, so this was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one final point on yeah, D- sure. DMV. As I think, you know, in big cities, DMV is a nightmare. And it's mm-hmm. bad. But around here, it's not bad. So you're right. Lay off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. They work hard. They do very important things with a lot of paperwork and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's a hard time for them, too, because you County have... County Court John Zerlo, God bless him, runs, <laughs> runs, a, runs, a, runs a nice shop over there. Tight ship. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's tough, too, because you have a certain era of people who are used to doing things by paper. Then you mm-hmm. have the younger generation who the DMV really offers pretty much everything you can do online now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's tough. They're really operating with two completely different systems at mm-hmm. times, which I'm sure is a, a very big pain to say the least. But yeah, I don't know. One other thing before we go. Beautiful weather out today. Oh, hope, yes. I hope people, I hope people mm-hmm. enjoyed it. As the temperatures warm up, though, Continue to realize we are in a pandemic. Continue mm-hmm. to realize that, yes, people are getting vaccinated, but just be careful. Continue to wear your mask. Oh, well, and while I was out today, I was wor- if I was close to anybody, I was wearing my mask mm-hmm. and, and doing just the little things because you, nev- you just never know. And honestly, we're so used to it at this point. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't know, you know, other people feel a little bit differently. It's not hard to wear a mask. It's just not. It's it also, and you get a great tan line. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't go out on the lake ice. It's yes. It's, it's past the time of ice fishing. I went out by the lake yes. today, but not on the ice. Why? Because there's no ice left. The lake yes, has thawed. It's wide open water. The lake has thawed. One final thing. Yes. Which I meant to bring up earlier. Sure. And I forgot. But one year ago today, the moose. Let's not forget uh-huh. on the loose. Millie the moose. <laughs> Poor went out for a real one. Running around Plattsburgh. Yep. Um, hard to believe it was a year. Was it? Yeah, to th- to think what has happened since then mm-hmm. is just insane. It's not every day you see a moose wandering the streets. Nope, that, that was a sign. Moose, <laughs> moose on the loose. I think that was one of your most popular tweets of all of last uh-huh. year when you tweeted that out. Because I think you said something funny, too. I think you literally said, like, moose on the loose or something. And People unfortunately, cry. yeah, those, those stories never end happy. <laughs> no, no. It's, part, it's part of nature. It's it just is. part of nature. The circle of There's a reason that that moose was kind of out and about it. No, it, but, you know, it it's a classic really example of, you know, because there were still about 600 students on campus. And they were all there on that bridge watching that <laughs> they sent out a <laughs> campus-wide email saying, whatever you do, don't go looking for the moose. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you know what happens. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, my God, there's a moose. <laughs> Human nature. Everyone goes looking for the moose. Bo, Bo yeah. Winkle was out there. Yeah, no, that that's crazy. That, that's it, it is really insane that that was a year ago. And uh-huh. to think it was a year ago, is it's mind-boggling. It really, it really is. Yeah. But that... That moose, that moose was a star for one. It captivated all uh-huh. of Plattsburgh. It did. It did. Uh-huh. People love those kinds of stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, they are really interesting. Because it's nature. It's very North Country. Yeah, I mean, can you think unusual. of something, honestly, more North Country than just a random moose and everybody is uh-huh. outside trying to see the moose? And it wound up in somebody's backyard swimming pool, yep. which is even more <laughs> Can you imagine looking outside? What is that? Is that a moose? Oh, my God. There's a moose in my pool. Uh-huh. That's unbelievable. Well, but yeah. yes, I remember because I talked to that lady that <laughs> night. Oh, you talked to that? Yeah. Oh, yes, I remember that. And she talked about the fact that... <laughs> I remember hearing that, that, oh, so the moose is in your pool? <laughs> yes, that the police came to her door and they said, ma'am, you have to leave the house. Listen, moose. Thank you. Yes, I remember that. Ma'am, we need you to vacate the premises. There's a moose on your property. Because <laughs> they, I mean, that's the thing. They didn't know what was wrong with the moose. They weren't no. sure what was going on. That that's That's crazy, though. But anyways... I think we've said one yep. final point about yep. five times. Yep. Um, but listen to this podcast on PressRepublican.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and you can also find it on our tw- on our social media feeds, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And with that, Joe, sign us off. Thank you, everyone, for listening once again. We wish you all well. And to everyone, a little weak side help. <laughs>